you lived in love of Christ, Christ would live in your love of Christ. If you lived in love, in the love of the Holy Ghost. So, the question has been coming up um, through me in the unity of the Holy Spirit, as some of you will have heard of why we resurrect the cross. Um, because Jesus asked, why do they resurrect the cross rather than resurrecting me? And what I got from that was that in the unity of the Holy Spirit, it's about why aren't they walking through in the promises um, in faith already of the cross with that kind of like, and I shouldn't, I'd say like nailed, but that is definite, that is standard. Like, why isn't that done with to the point of it's so secure that there is no need to keep resurrecting it and therefore people are able to walk forward in real harmony with that knowledge and belief and full surrender to the Holy Spirit then therefore, because it's not until the cross is done in a full acceptance in your life, can you fully accept the Holy Spirit? And that's what I feel that Jesus is really asking about. And today, interestingly enough, I didn't really realize this either until I think a day or so ago, that this is, I think it was yesterday, this is um, the feast of the Holy Cross. Um, mm. Let me just double check. Yeah. Monday the 14th of September, Feast of the Cross. And so, I really don't know what to really say about this because obviously when the Holy Spirit asks a question it is a real question that needs to be you know looked into in areas upon it dismantled it might be to exalt the idea it might be to help exalt it and then move forward um, onto the next stage to really get that down um, so there could be any number of reasons as to why um, Jesus is asking this through the Holy Spirit. Why do they resurrect the cross rather than me? Rather than Jesus. So something to think about on this day of the Holy Cross. Why do they do it? Well... Interestingly enough, what's actually come to me is um, a lot of Pentecostal um, sermons. And I'd never heard of these people before in my life. But they definitely mentioned um, a clan member from Semple who is um, Amy McPherson or Amy Semple McPherson. Um, of course, with all the healings and things. And 
these things to 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 us to people are just have been just natural but yet at a certain level when people are going through things they see that as like like supernatural and huge and it depends on our level of relationship with the holy spirit with god and that's the different stages that's why you know maybe we're looking at why do we bring this up about the cross because that's a level of the relationship that some of us have fallen into or fallen back into or need security in to then walk forward in the mission and that's one thing that the Pentecostal missionaries were talking about in their sermons is that of just you know I don't know how many times I've heard it I've heard them say it now so it seems to be a really big question and therefore so maybe that there could be some big answers and the reason that a lot of the Pentecostal sermons gave on the importance of the cross in fact they they were basically talking about everything hinges on the cross but that depends again on your level of where you are within your spiritual walk if that's where you are that's because you're at a place where you need to keep remembering what Jesus did for you that means probably you're under or could be under or could be in danger of being under um, condemnation or attacks by the devil whether condemnation or just the throes of like you know and so that's why I would think that that makes sense that why do people resurrect the cross they need to resurrect the cross to remind themselves so i would say it's coming into an awakening it's coming into remembrance it's coming into accordance it's remembering your self-worth remembering you know the fact that god sent his son to die for us on the cross not just to die but that huge, the fact that it, it is such a huge sacrifice all points to the sacrificial victim, to someone who was so strong and could do anything, but sacrificed, came by the way of um, God and is unified with us forever in the Holy Spirit as we choose to accept um, through our own belief. And so when we accept in full belief we can walk through in that knowledge but it depends how latent it's been for how long it depends if people have been lost and wandering around um maybe in another religion or a different way of thinking or non-religion or just completely latent so completely sleeping for a long time like they haven't resurrected so fully And so it all depends on these different spiritual levels and the relationship within ourselves and how far each person has been held back from Jesus um, as to how close they are now to Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit as to, 
even their knowledge of the cross and whether or not they're in resurrecting of the cross for remembrance purposes or whether they are secure in that and moving forward confidently in life in the grace. So if grace is naturally flowing and you're living in a state of grace which is naturally flowing, the cross and the idea of constant sacrifice especially is not a big thing. It's not something to concentrate on because you're moving forward in a flow with the Holy Spirit which flows and that's that gift of tongues like we talk about that just flowing. So that's what it comes to. The resurrection of the cross is the remembrance and the anchoring into the self-worth in terms of just how much and God loves us to send his son himself in human form in the flesh to have all such miracles that we might be able to perform such um, miracles. And um, for those of us coming in and that we not even know that they're miracles. And then we hear people saying that they're miracles later on and, you know, that kind of thing. So isn't that amazing? And then we can look at this miracle that, or look at this in terms of divine providence, that every single time God has told me to do something, I felt informed to do something through spiritual union with the Holy Ghost, that there's been divine providence around that. And I haven't realised that it's related to a specific date but it's been coming up and so the Holy Spirit's been um, talking to me about it, even although I don't know about it in the flesh, like to see it, I'm knowing about it through faith in the Holy Spirit. Like the question, people will have known, people have heard me saying this and you would all, probably on like um, YouTube comments, whatever, in public anyway, I'm like, why are they resurrecting uh, the cross rather than me? And so, yeah, it is something um you know that I feel Jesus is saying why do they resurrect the cross rather than me and I don't know in what tone really at first I felt that it was a tone of like come on like get with the program <laughs> you know the Holy Spirit that is me that's my imparting me in the Holy Spirit to you and to those who will receive so that's where we should be at right now like over 2000 years so that's why I think you know I was getting that question at first but also the question does allow me to really look, look more into it establish it more re-establish it with other people that need to re-establish that so that they can then move forward as well just as Jesus intends um, so looking at the feast now, <laughs> this was the question that he was giving me. Wow. Um, and again, so this is a miracle that, you know, of divine providence. It, this was to, to be taking place on the calendar, on a human calendar. But yet God was preparing me for this by asking me the question. Okay, so today is September the 14th. Um, and this is the feast of the exaltation of the Holy Cross that I am just to learn, I think only yesterday that this was um, occurring today. Um, yet the Holy Spirit has been, as I say, preparing me and asking me the question. 
um, why do they uh, resurrect the cross was the, the question, resurrect the cross rather than me. <coughs> and as I say, a whole bunch of sermons, Pentecostal, in fact, sermons, I'm coming across with just how important the cross is and the teaching of it for the salvation. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> okay, so. The feast of the exaltation of the Holy Cross, or cross originated in the church in Jerusalem. From the middle of the 4th century, it was celebrated on the 13th of September, the anniversary of the dedication of the Basilica erected on Golgotha under Constantine. According to the account written by a 4th century pilgrim named Egeria, a relic of our Lord's cross had been found on that date a few years earlier. The exaltation or raising up of the cross took place on the second day of the octave of the dedication. On that day, according to a liturgical book of the time, the venerable cross is solemnly shown to all the Christian people. At the present time, the most characteristic rite of this feast in the Byzantine liturgy is the priest raising the cross above all the people's heads, blessing them and turning to the four points of the compass while the choir intones the Kyrie Ellison a hundred times at each point. Goodness, I've been thinking about that as well, that song. Afterwards, the faithful come forward to venerate the cross and to receive one of the flowers decorating the place where the cross has lain. In the Eastern churches, this feast is so important that it is considered an autumn Easter. Goodness gracious. Well, I'll tell you this, there's definitely something special because since yesterday and today, like from late, like from yesterday, last night, and particularly today, there's been something very special, very special in the Holy Spirit going on. Okay. In Rome, from the beginning of the 6th century, 3rd of May, was commemorated in the Vatican Basilica as a parallel feast, the finding of the Holy Cross. In the middle of the 7th century, the Vatican Basilica adopted the Jerusalem custom of venerating a fragment of the relic of the cross, called the Lignum Crucis, mm, a crucis mm, on the 14th of September. Pope Sergius 687-701 transferred the custom to the Lateran Basilica, giving it extra solemnity, such that by the 8th century, the feast had spread all over the Christian West. In the Roman liturgy, the preface of the Mass reminds us that since the tree of paradise was the place of mankind's fall, God has wanted the cross to be the new tree that would save us. At undi mors oriebatur indivita resurgerit, so that where death arose, life might again spring forth. The readings emphasise the lifting up of Christ on the wood of the cross as an anticipation of his being raised into glory and as the magnet, oh, that would draw creatures and I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all men to myself. 
The cross is a place of Jesus' triumph. And from it, he wants us to help spread his reign. Christ our Lord was crucified. From the height of the cross, he redeemed the world, thereby restoring peace between God and men. Jesus reminds all of us. And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all things to myself. If you put me at the centre of all earthly activities, he is saying, by fulfilling the duty of each moment in what appears important and what appears unimportant, I will draw everything to myself. My kingdom among you will be a reality. And indeed, <sighs> glory to God. So there we go. So that could be why Jesus was asking the question. There's the answer. So this is from Opus Dei and I will um, put this onto this recording and we will, yeah, we'll hear it online whenever we want. I'm going to read the next part of this though. Saint Jose Maria always wore a reliquary round his neck in the form of a cross containing a lignum crucis, a fragment of the true cross. It was a manifestation of his devotion to the Holy Cross in the loving fulfilment of everyday duties. There are hundreds of ways, also small ones, to express this devotion in daily life, such as making the sign of the cross when saying grace before and after meals, that moment of blessing, however brief, reminds us of our dependence on God for life. It strengthens our feeling of gratitude for the gifts of creation. It acknowledges those who, by their labours, provide us with these goods. And it reaffirms our solidarity with those in greatest need. And of course, you know, one of the things coming back to... um to like a fullest remembrance in and through the ascension is this about you know the commandments and how even one of them is like you'll not form any idolatry to any image or any you know graven image of any earthen thing um any creature above below um the earth or etc and and then we think of all the ways in which we use symbols um of the real cross and all the rest of it as well but yet in doing so we can only do so with the mercy of God being with us through the salvation of the cross and actually understanding it in that way but it's first has to be done through you know real like faith of actually believing in Jesus in the first place and coming to a deeper level of unity and within ourselves with God. So that is um, this broadcast about why resurrecting um, the cross rather than Jesus. They're resurrecting the cross and they're resurrecting Jesus. But Jesus, I feel, um, with this question, wants people to harmonise, wants to be steadfast in, you know, the crucifixion, but for people to move through that and forward in that stability, moving forward so that there's more of a focus on the here and the now in terms of um that salvific um you know journey, but being able to kind of walk through life with the Holy Ghost. So it's about really getting over that hurdle, 
I'm walking in alignment with the Holy Ghost because the Holy Ghost is not crucified on the cross. The Holy Ghost is ascended in heaven at the right hand side of the Father. In the right hand of the Father, God Almighty, rather. So that's the main point as well out of all of this. Um, let's try and put that into practice. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honourable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence and of anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. The Lord works knock. Proverbs 2 verse 6. For the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. When we knock, when we pray, when we seek and we find, knock and the door will be open to you. Everything is there with that relationship with God. But that can only truly take place in unity with the Holy Spirit, which means truly moving past that part of um, the cross, getting past that so that there's not a concentration um, of pre-ascension and a lacking or a disbelief, which leads to sin and the sin is the disbelief and not being in the rest of Christ which makes you continue on a sacrifice after sacrifice after sacrifice after sacrifice type of um, journey where you really need to be moving forward with Christ is commanded to be obedient as he really is stating here <laughs> so so much to focus on him. The cross is a cross that's done. It is done. It's done. It's done. Moving forward in the resurrection, in the ascension with Jesus Christ, the right hand of God, the Lord works, knock, walk through in that manner. Mm.